0: grumpy old geeks a weekly talk show hosted by brian schulmeister and jason de discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame
1: welcome to grumpy old geeks i'm jason de and i'm brian schulmeister i, I had a, a bit of a scare this week jason <laughs> yeah i wish it was just that Uh, Everything's fine. But uh, uh, after we recorded on Tuesday, later on in the afternoon, actually later on in the evening, really, um, I started to feel really warm and got a little sweaty, but I was freezing and my Uh bones started to ache. And I was like, oh, shit, I got the Rona. Uh, Did you go get tested? I did not. I went to bed um, and I slept off whatever it was. And then I've been completely fine since then. So bad popcorn? I don't know, (laughs) okay. (laughs) but uh, I've been completely fine. So it was just it was like two hours of of feeling like I've got the flu like symptoms, but they went away. So I guess I'm fine.
0: Uh, You might want to go get that test. It's free.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's free if I can spend four hours
0: waiting in line for it. Go on the weekend. Uh, (laughs) My friend Dan uh, went on Saturday and it took him 10 minutes.
1: All right. Well, I shall consider that this weekend, but I do feel completely fine. So who knows? Yeah, that's <laughs> still could
0: be spreading though. So just be careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what my least favorite phrase is of this whole thing. Want to know what I think about that? <laughs> what? No, that's the phrase. Oh, okay. <laughs> when people come to me and say, "You know what? I, you want to know what I think about that?" I'm, no, no, I don't.
1: I actually well, don't. You know, that's that's the internet. <laughs> it lets us, it lets everybody tell us exactly what they think about things, and I do not like that either.
0: It's it's, it's not on the internet. I'm talking about in real life. <laughs> I know it's just one of those things so anyway it's just uh, yeah every time i hear that i'm like oh shit (laughs) i'm sure a lot of people have that going on too and i've mentioned it to other people they're like oh yeah i know here it comes
1: yep here it comes here comes your justifications
0: (laughs) yep and uh so my lumi got here both of them yeah i I saw Mm -hmm. end of an era Mm -hmm. bitching about where's my lumi now my lumi's here a little less than a year a little less than a year about nine months okay yeah, the nine month ordeal is now now complete. I uh, I hooked it up. I, I I got it up. I got the the apps done and put it on the iPad and you know plugged it in and got got synced it. Got my headphones in and started to go through the the lessons and just the introduction on how to how to use it and things like that. And mm-hmm. uh, it's cool. Okay. I got to say, it's cool. It does not come fully charged because it worked about for about five minutes before I had to plug it in. <laughs> for an hour or two, and then I tried it again, but then I started to get through some of the lessons and I got to say, I'm kind of hooked. Well, we'll see how
1: long it lasts. You know, these, these pickup hobbies tend not to stick.
0: Well, the thing about this is it, this scratches that rock band guitar hero itch. Right. For me, I, I like, I got, you know, flashbacks as you start off with three fingers and play the basic songs. Do, do, do. It's very much like the the rock band interface, which tickles a very specific part of my OCD. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm guessing this is probably going to be a pretty good thing for me to to play at night. I have, didn't get to play last night, but
1: I'm I'm looking forward to it. What I'm really curious about, which is what one of our listeners pointed out uh, in response to your post about the Loomis arriving and and some of the the video that you had put up, is is are these songs licensed?
0: Oh yeah, they're completely licensed. Okay, excellent. Yeah, no, that's why there's such a limited library. There's like uh, I think 70 or 80 songs in there right now, and they keep adding songs. But, yeah, no, that's, that's part of the Kickstarter went to the pay for the licensing fees for probably the most songs. of the
1: Kickstarter. Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what they, uh, you know, they basically do is they, they, they pull the audience of people who own the thing and say, hey, these are our the next songs we're looking at. Which kind would or which ones would you want to see in the in the, the catalog? And people vote on them. And then those are the ones they go go for. Right. You know? Okay. So it's a pretty All good right. system for that. I I won't be playing any of those songs for quite some time. I think <laughs> I'll be stuck on Farajaka for for a
1: bit. But yes, three blind mice. Uh, that's yeah. a good one. Uh, you know, chopsticks is always something to look forward to. Okay, when you, when you start to learn. So,
0: <laughs> yep, yeah, I get yeah. through those as fast as possible. But uh, it's definitely making me think different. With you know, just it, it it's something new, which I which I'm very excited about because I do miss my my rock band and my guitar hero so
1: much. Right. I actually quite miss playing piano. I should... Bust out one of my keyboards at some point when I actually have room in my house again, i.e., there aren't three people living here full time. So
0: Yeah, I was gonna say where are you gonna put it and when are you gonna have time to play it?
1: Yeah, both of those are kind of going on right now. So we got a bit of follow up. Uh we knew that Uber was going to require riders and drivers to start wearing face masks, and that they were using their they were coming up with their proprietary, super cool, massive technology to ensure drivers are wearing theirs called selfies. Yep. And uh we have a date for that now. It will be May eighteenth, which I believe is Monday. So starting Monday, this will have to happen. And I did see in the news, although I do not have a link, that they just did a big round of pink slips to people. So they're not doing so great. Shocking.
0: Well, I mean, can you really give a pink slip to somebody who's not an employee?
1: I believe that these are actually employees that they got rid of, not just oh. not the drivers. Because, you know, they don't count drivers. If they lose drivers, they don't count that as part of their pay force because they're not, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> if, if a driver decides to quit driving, they just kind of turn off their app so these these are actual employees that have gotten oh. uh, gotten canned, so:
0: well, that's that's the, the truth about working for Uber, I guess. Mm-hmm. I saw this one this morning, and this this follows up with some of our uh, our Facebook whining about the, them and their uh, political ads, and they're like, "Oh, hey, yeah, you can run political ads. We're not going to fact-check them. Who gives a crap?" Mm-hmm. And uh, there was an anti-Trump ad that recently got pulled from okay. uh, somebody called uh, the Lincoln Project, and it was called "Morning in America." That's M O U R N I N G in America. Uh, it was like a, a take on the old Reagan ad. Well, it got pulled, and this is a this is a really good story in Wired about why it got pulled. They actually talked to the the person who pulled it and go through the different reasonings behind why it was pulled. But the funny part is, is the the main protection that you get on Facebook, if you want to run a fake ad, is you have to be a politician. If you're a politician, you can run anything you want. Yes. Since this was a third party, you know, private company. Not allowed. The, they, yeah. They're <laughs> like, oh, no, you have a one minor fact that could be taken one
1: way or another.
0: So we're just going to say, no, you can't take it out
1: or you can't you can't do it. So if Joe Biden's campaign had posted this, that'd be fair game.
0: Totally fine. Would yeah. have been one hundred percent. One, I can't even speak this morning. One hundred percent fine. And there was literally only one line in there that that caused the the switch. And the sensor even told them, like, hey, if you want to fix that line and put it in, uh, then we'll then you're fine. And they're like, mm-hmm. no, we're not going to let you dictate what goes in our ad. Well, that's true. Well, that. But they kind of can because it's their platform. Exactly. So it's like, you know, either you play ball with Facebook or you don't get to play with Facebook. Right. In the news. Well, this is some interesting news out of Twitter. Mm -hmm. Jack has decided to say to lots of their employees, hey, guys, you know, this working from home thing, it's okay. So if you never want to come back to the office ever again don't and here here's here's some more money to to top off your uh your home studio that's nice
1: uh, that's pretty cool. I know my wife got a small stipend for home, studio, uh, for home office use, uh, which I will talk about later and when we do absent doodads because I use that money to buy stuff for me. Um, that's a good model for companies to do. Uh, I know the company that I've just recently been furloughed from but uh, hope to be back at once things pick up again. Uh, he He's trying to do a full transition to basically... Working from home seems to work okay let's keep it up and keep it going uh unless you want to come into an office um So the idea of course, is that we don't need all these really expensive offices let's uh let's make our footprint smaller and uh, see what happens. drive down some costs,
0: yeah, and a lot of people are doing that now i mean it's this is the time when all these businesses are cutting the fat big time. And I know uh, one company who's a mutual friend, they're going to be cutting out like $7 million a year in office space, minimum. It's like,
1: I would not want to be in commercial real estate right now. Oh, no, no, no. Commercial real estate is going to take a real hit. Uh, There's no doubt about
0: that. What's going to happen to you? (laughs) <laughs> oh,
1: well, <laughs> hmm. yeah. So that, yeah. I mean, I, I it's a it's a it's a smart pivot. A, a lot of people are finding out that the office served no needs whatsoever. But I still hold to the fact that a lot of people uh, will run screaming back to offices when they get the chance to as well. Working from home is not for everybody. Uh, working from home doesn't work for everybody. It is uh, particularly suited to IT and tech, obviously, because uh, you know you can do that from home without too much of a worry. But it's not it's not for everybody. Uh, uh, my my wife can't wait to go back to the office, um, you know, especially people with kids. They want to go to the office. Of course
0: they do. <laughs> Well, yeah. basically, it comes down to just, like, get rid of the kid so your
1: home can be your office. It comes If childcare is back, then does it really matter? Well, yes and no. I mean, there, there's something to be said for, and we talked about all of this when this first started, when we gave our work-from-home tips. I mean, there's something to be said for having a separation between work and home life. Um, and when you work from home, that becomes very difficult. Uh, I, I do really think that a lot of people will want to go back to offices. I know we're companies would prefer you didn't because they're figuring out how much cheaper it is if they can actually get you to work and track you with all the different programs that yeah. we've also talked about on this program. So Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. in um, related Twitter news, well not related at all, but more Twitter lose news, lose. I am doing this this is the, <laughs> the this is the Dorsian slip. Um, yeah. <laughs> These days, uh, yeah. So they've decided that they're going to label misleading coronavirus tweets with a label that reads misleading. How Thanks. about that? <laughs> yeah, or why not? We could them? just take them down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there, they will be three levels of 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 uh of different labels. One is misleading. One is disputed or unverified, based on how severe the claims made in the tweet are. The company will apply either a label or a warning, and uh, so that's helpful.
0: Okay, now it, it, I would like a sec, uh, uh, basically a setting in Twitter to say if a tweet is either labeled misleading, disputed, or unverified, don't show it to
1: me. That would be I nice. That,
0: yeah, 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 give me that. Give me that setting to turn off, please.
1: It, 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 that would make total. I don't understand why that doesn't even exist. If you can actually block keywords and hashtags, why wouldn't you be able to do this as well? It's 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 no brainer.
0: Yeah, we'll see if they roll that out when they roll this out, if they roll this out,
1: if they ever even rolled this out. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And we've talked about in the past the uh, the moderators for Facebook. I guess Mm -hmm. I should have put this in follow up, but uh, we do have some news. Facebook has agreed to pay $52 million to the moderators who developed PTSD and other mental conditions while, you know, basically having Mm -hmm. to watch Facebook all day. Right and uh, they 're going to get a minimum of a thousand dollars they 'll be eligible for more compensation if they are diagnosed with PTSD. Or other conditions, and it, this is uh, for eleven thousand two hundred and fifty moderators, and they're saying this is probably like half of what needs to be done for because there's probably <laughs> you know twice as many moderators out there that need this kind of thing. But I guess they just weren't in on the class action for that. So
1: I think we need a class action time. just for Facebook users. I think I could yeah, uh, I could use a little bit of this because I'm certainly getting it from just looking at their site all day. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there's an option there. Don't yes. Uh, and Facebook is this this came across the wire this morning. Facebook is buying Giphy for four hundred million dollars and it's going to become part of Instagram. And the internet
1: cried out. I'm actually surprised that it's only four hundred million. I thought it would have actually have been more. Well, I mean, what really is it besides a
0: posting board and some servers? It's yes, not but a whole what lot really of crazy. What, tech. Really,
1: what really is Uber? <laughs> What, what really is a lot of these companies is it's yeah. not much. Uh, I just uh, because Giphy is just so damn popular and people are starting to communicate using just you know gifs yeah. and things of that nature. Uh, I knew somebody was going to snap up Giphy at some point, and I, I and Facebook tends to overspend on what they buy anyway. So I'm again a little just surprised it wasn't a, a bit more money, but uh, makes total sense. Hey man, pandemic prices, yeah, pandemic prices. That's right. Everything must go. Um, yep. It makes total sense. For them to have picked this up and integrated in, so uh, I'm not surprised by this at all, and I look forward to no people continuing to use even less words.
0: Well, here's the thing: the problem here is everybody does use Giphy, so uh, you know the APIs are pretty much ubiquitous everywhere. They're in Twitter, Pinterest, Slack, Reddit, like every Apple keyboard that like third party mm-hmm. keyboard or Android third party keyboard. They're huge, yeah. which comes back to your $400 million mark. I think it's kind of low too for what Facebook usually spends. And cause you pay for the community. You don't pay for, you know, yeah. the tech can be rebuilt. You pay for the community. Yeah.
1: And it's not like you can monetize this.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. Is there Giphy Pro? I mean, I've, I've used Giphy all of three times in my life, so I don't know.
1: Uh, I don't know either. I, I know if you go to the site, you are served with ads. But obviously, if you're integrating this into into Instagram and, and Facebook and whatnot, you will not be going to the site. You will not be served ads. Um, but then they don't care because they own it and they're serving you their own ads under Instagram and Facebook. So you're right. I think it's more the community and the ease of use uh, for users to keep them on Facebook and Instagram longer. Well,
0: Yeah, I mean, Giphy's been around for how many years and I've gone to the Giphy site maybe three times and I'm on the (laughs) Internet all damn day. Speaking of things people are on all goddamn day, video games, video game sales are up. Shocked, shockingly to no one. shocking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because everybody's sitting at home playing video games. Uh, They're up quite a bit, about a billion dollars over last year, same time, Mm. which is not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, uh, which brings me to my next piece of news, which is Unreal Engine, who powers a huge chunk of the the video games out there. Right. It's the underlying engine for so many games. For, for a long time, a lot of these video game engines, you can just go download it, build on it, and make your own games. And then when you start to hit like a level of profitability by releasing your game, you then mm-hmm. have to kick back to the mothership. Right, And, you know, it's been been pretty low for a lot of them, you know, like $100,000, $500,000. Well, Unreal has just thrown down the gauntlet and says, we don't want your money until you make a million dollars, which I (laughs) think is fantastic. Because (laughs) that's just going to open it up to so many other games that are going to be quality games. And it lets them build on that game to the point where it's going to be worth, you know, that much, that they're bringing in that much. Because you can kill a game if you start to suck the cash out of it too early right and i think this is a very smart move is this just from you know this is straight out of shark tank man you gotta you gotta you can't t- take the money out of the company until it hits a a certain tipping point you know that's why nobody ever wants to do mr wonderful's uh you know his deals because all he wants is a royalty so it's a drug is, uh, dealer model first hits free exactly well the first million is free when right. it comes to unreal so this is pretty cool i mean i don't know if you ever did this back when you know when we actually liked to use computers but I did this with the, the Quake engine back in the day, and it is really fun to, you know, get into these things. I mean, they're, they're so complicated now. You need, a, you, know, you need a computer science degree to actually make somebody run across a field and shoot something. But um, I think this is really cool for up-and-coming uh, game developers. And also, this goes into their um, the VR system, too, because uh, Unreal is tied with uh, Oculus, so you can make Oculus games as well and still, although we know nobody's probably ever made a million dollars <laughs> selling shit for Oculus, let's be real. I was
1: actually, I was just thinking, I can't even remember the last time I heard Oculus.
0: I almost if, bought if, one the other day. The new ones actually look pretty cool. The standalones? Because mm. I was going to get two of them, one for my dad and one for me, so we could have VR chat since he's stuck at home. But it turns out he's just as busy as I am. I called him <laughs> and am like, I ain't got time to even watch TV. I'm like, okay, good for you. He's like, can this thing teach me how to learn French? I'm like,
1: "Mm, I don't know. I don't (laughs) think you need VR for that. (laughs) Exactly. And speaking of learning French, uh, France has thrown down the gauntlet as well in terms of social media sites. They're being given one hour to delete criminal content which is pretty crazy. This is according to Reuters. France's government has passed the strict law that will require companies like Facebook and Twitter to delete any content related to pedophilia and terrorism within one hour of their being posted. If they don't, the law stipulates that they'll have to pay 4% of their global revenue. So that's not insignificant. No no shit. (laughs) Per post. Basically, if you wanted to take down Facebook, I'd fire up your uh, VPN and just (laughs) post a whole bunch of of uh, vaguely terrorist or pedophilia-related posts, uh, you know, from the comfort of your own home. <laughs> and yeah. uh, that would be that. So other manifestly illicit content must be removed within 24 hours. The government hopes that this law will help to eliminate criminal imagery and reduce hate speech. So this is pretty interesting. A lot of countries are expressed uh, interest in similar laws. We've been talking about them on and off uh, on the show for quite some time, with very few of them actually being enacted. But this one-hour window is a new concept uh, nobody has actually said anything like that yet, so so um, Facebook better get ready to fire up a whole bunch more moderators and get ready to pay them out of that class action lawsuit because uh that is a very small window, and AI is probably not going to cut it you 're going to have to have human oversight uh, to go through all those flags to get this done in the time uh, that they 're talking about, so pretty crazy. And uh, the law also calls for special prosecutors to keep an eye on how well they comply. So it's not uh, just being thrown out there. And internet let- police. Yeah. Actual Internet police, in theory. Hopefully they'll fund them.
0: Uh, so, yeah, this ain't going to happen. Ain't no way that this is going to work. Because <laughs> with, the, with the volume of things that come through, every human on the planet would have to look at everybody else's Facebook post just to figure out, you know, what's what. There's just no way to, you know, mathematically do this in one hour it's just it's ridiculous there's no way 24 hours fine i mean if if it hits a critical mass or they get notified by it but if it's just a general post that nobody notifies them of then how can they anybody even expect them to do that in in an under an hour it's impossible it is impossible
1: but you know kudos for the for the effort (laughs) yeah uh, we talked a little bit about WeWork earlier, and we've kind of talked about the exactly what's happening in this article again. But I just it, it ran across again because uh, people are really starting to talk about it now, and a lot of the WeWork customers are coming out of the woodwork and basically getting ready to sue. As we know, WeWork is going to be in a lot of trouble. Uh, their spaces are essentially unusable right now. You can't go there. Uh, most of them uh, are being, depending on where you are in this country and other countries as well, most of them are being policed. And basically, people who show up are being told by, by the police, you cannot go in there, even though WeWork has decided that they, they are an essential business. They declared themselves an essential business, which is, of course, ridiculous. Uh, they're, and, uh, the, they're on the Musk train. Yes, they're on the must train, and more about that later. Uh, and they say that they are working with its more than 600,000 members on an individual basis to figure out compromises on rent during this time. But as most people who are stuck with their with their spaces right now are finding out, there are no decreases in rent, even though WeWork has gone out of their way to talk to their landlords to get decreases in rent. So, And they've act- actually stopped paying rent at certain locations. So well done, WeWork. I hope you get sued.
0: Yeah, um, I think that the the, uh, amount of bankruptcies after this whole thing is just going to go through the roof. So if you really want to make money, fire up that bankruptcy attorney, you know, certificate that you had in the back, all you lawyers out there, because we're going to need a lot of bankruptcy attorneys.
1: Yes, yes, I think we are. That's uh, definitely going to legal. Zoom is a good place to buy stock in right now. Speaking of Zoom. Speaking of Zoom, yes, I found two more articles talking about Zoom gatherings, which I thought was interesting. And obviously the Zoom gathering. Zoom has become the Kleenex. It could be any any uh, video conferencing software that you're using. But the first one was over at Slate called I Will Not Be Attending Your Exhausting Zoom Gathering. So (laughs) Zoom burnout is definitely happening. People that have been doing over the last two to three months cocktail parties and dinners out with Zoom chats. And uh, most people are getting burned out by these. And there's obvious psychological reasons for this. Uh, I like this particular article had a paragraph, there's too much information about the self and not enough about others, fully aware of my every fleeting facial expression, thanks to my front facing camera, I find myself over emoting to make sure my reactions come through when those little verbal assents and acknowledgements that keep conversations flowing, get lost social instincts that usually require little conscious effort are now taking up space in my brain, draining the energy I use to devote to the substance of a conversation, which is about how I feel about them as well. Well, I and, guess we uh, shouldn't uh we should I was about to say this is a good time to plug that we're gonna be doing a zoom call this uh coming weekend next weekend so, next, next weekend, weekend. Yes. so
0: yeah, so mark your calendars, everybody. that is going to be on saturday may twenty third the next grumpy old geeks drink up uh not <laughs> four hour marathon get together. This will be a a normal sized one. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, you know, I, Brian usually taps out at one hour. I think I'm, I can, I can go for two, but that's it. No more, no more. No, I, my, I think I'm still hung over from the last one, but we'll talk about that a little more in the show.
1: Excellent. And then the second article was, I got fired over Zoom, and this is over on The Atlantic. I thought this was a a pretty good article that gets into not just getting fired over a video conferencing software or not in person, but just kind of the overall gestalt of everything that's going on right now, getting furloughed, et cetera, in this time. So it was a good article in that way. I just thought uh, this particular part kind of made me laugh a little bit, especially since we just ditched Slack. Uh, I dialed into the Zoom meeting at 12.16 p.m., meaning 9.16 a.m. in California the start of my colleague's workday, and saw only a blank white screen. The meeting had begun at 9 a.m. and ended just before 9.07, so I'd missed it entirely. Weird. Normally, our all-hands Zoom meetings last between 45 minutes and an hour at night. Suddenly, a new Slack channel appeared. Hashtag goodbye. Oh, man. <laughs> that's how you find out you've been fired.
0: just oh, a hashtag you're fucked. <laughs> Everyone needs a world-class VPN. Grumpy Old Geeks recommends private internet access to protect your online privacy and identity. Private internet access never keeps any records of their users' online activities, so you can be assured that you have complete privacy and nobody knows what you're doing online. No matter your technical skills, private internet access is one of the easiest VPN apps out there. All it takes to connect is just one click or tap and your data will be encrypted instantly. With just one private Internet Access VPN subscription, you can connect up to 10 devices at the same time. Go to GOG.show slash VPN and sign up today. For a limited time only, you can get our favorite VPN for just $2.69 a month when you sign up for two years. GOG.show slash VPN. That's GOG.show slash VPN. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, and it's time to fuel up with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer. Thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like calorie smart, protein plus and keto. Factor Fresh's never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just 2 minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day that you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? Step into a world of endless culinary delight with over 35 enticing meal options and over 60 tantalizing add-ons refreshed weekly. This May, supercharge your wellness journey with dietitian approved dishes built on ingredients you can count on. Treat your taste buds every day from sunrise to sunset with effortless nutritious choices spanning from energizing breakfasts to delectable desserts. Indulge in the luxury of restaurant-caliber meals right at home. Savor the sophistication of filet mignon, the freshness of shrimp, and the bold flavors of blackened salmon. Simplify your life with Factor Meals, ready in just two minutes. Say goodbye to grocery runs, tedious prep, and cleanup. I love these things. I can't even tell you what I had this week because I had so many of them. But that's the great thing about Factor. Every week you have new options, and they're delicious. And you can tailor your eating experience with six specialized menu options. That's code GRUMPY50 at FactorMeals.com slash GRUMPY50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Media Candy. Well, it seems Netflix is restoring their streaming quality over in Europe because Apple TV Plus did it. Now, I see a big difference here between Apple TV Plus and Netflix
1: because one actually has viewers. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Did anyone
1: actually notice that Apple TV's quality went down or up?
0: (laughs) I know. I've had it for, what, three months now or ever since it launched, and I have watched it a total of zero times, (laughs) mainly because it's not on my Roku. (laughs) So what are you going to do? Because uh, there, there was actually a, a European Commission request back in March to actually, you know, dial their bandwidth back because everybody who was working from, from home doing their zoomy zooms uh, mm-hmm. was running out of bandwidth. And uh, now I guess since the some of these um, stay-at-home orders are being lifted, they can do this legally with uh, – well, I mean, the, the other one was a request. It wasn't actually, a, you know, a mandate or anything. So they're going to start bringing it back up slowly i haven't really noticed anything you know since that that first week you know it was a little rough yeah yeah but i I have noticed that my my upload speed has been permanently cut in half so i'm gonna have to have a call with my isp because (laughs) uh, i'm paying for that
1: that's right you are yeah i haven't actually noticed it either uh since the first like i'd say two weeks i could actually tell that there was definitely some throttling going on but since then it's been fine so Mm -hmm. uh i watched upload on amazon
0: you Which finished I, the whole thing.
1: I finished. I binged it. I finished the whole thing. Oh man, I'm I'm halfway through. Oh, okay. Well, I won't spoiler alert it then.
0: Well, no, just <laughs> tell me what you yeah, thumbs up, thumbs down. Because
1: I, I give it a thumbs up. It, it was it was like a it was like a, a good place for stupid people.
0: Okay, perfect. <laughs> it was
1: totally dumbed down and fun.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I'm, I'm I'm really enjoying the jokes are funny for the most part. I like the concept of it. I you know, like I said I'm only halfway, but uh, the premise is good. So I so far I'm liking it. I just haven't had, you know, that extra half an hour at night to to get into it. Now that I got my Lumi, it's going to be even harder to get into it, but I I will finish it for for next week for sure.
1: Yeah, just go ahead and finish it. It's it's a quick slice. It, it, it was a very clever. I don't Necessarily think there needs to be a second season because the joke is the joke is the is is what it is, yeah and, uh, so you know it, it was funny second season might be stretching it unless they actually come up with something a bit more clever, uh, but well worth it uh you know good waste of a half an hour at night before going to bed. Uh, I also watched the entirety of another season of a show, and this I want to give a hat tip to a listener. Uh, Mark on Patreon who pointed the show out to me. It's called The English Game and it's basically about the beginning of soccer. Now, before you get bored and start to yawn, Jason, it's actually (laughs) created created by the folks who made Downton Abbey and it's more about the class struggle in the 18th century between the working man and the professional uh, people and uh, basically just the rich people that had originally invented soccer that didn't have to work and uh, how Hmm. they basically the working class kind of went, hey, we want to play the game too and we have a right to play the game and the rich people went, no, no, no." and uh, (laughs) the struggle between that. So it was really well done. Very little about soccer, Jason. I think you thoroughly enjoy it. It looks, as you'd expect from the creators of Downton Abbey, it looks gorgeous and it's well-written and it's pretty funny as well. Um, So I watched all of it. It was great. I loved it. I can't wait for a second season of that, but again, I'm not sure how you do a second season because they kind of solved the problem. Yeah, I was going to (laughs)
0: say, you know. That's like uh, Ken Burns going back and doing season two of the Civil War. Exactly. <laughs> going to need another war. Yeah. Well, okay. it might, might, might well, be yeah. starting soon. Hey. Get that camera warmed up, Ken. <laughs> you can capture it in real time. Might Might I suggest starting in Wisconsin.
1: Yes. Okay. And uh, some news out of the Anne Rice world. Uh, AMC has, I can, of course, they went for this headline. AMC is sucking the rights from Anne Rice's vampire novels. So AMC announced today that it has acquired Rice's major literary works, which means the Vampire Chronicles series and the Lives of the Mayfair Witches series, both of which I love. Um, at least Never heard uh, of the second one. Oh, dude, they're great books. And actually, she didn't entirely ruin those by writing 17 more later on in her life. So. How many are there total? Uh, I think there were four of the main ones for the Mm. Mayfair Witches. So, you know, so if you do, if you, I'd say about four of this, four for the Vampire series, too. So you got about eight books total in those two series, which are actually really good. And it's all, you know, decreasing returns after that. So we'll see what happens. Uh, They can be adapted in whichever way the network deems the best fit. I'd say a limited or multi season TV show would probably do it um, because they're all quite big novels. So there's 18 total which is a little crazy. Don't need to Yeah, it's 10 more than you of... just, you know, said. Yes, like, exactly. There were eight so... good
0: ones in there, 18 total. So, yeah, thoroughly Well, you know, ones. as long as they start at the beginning
1: and work their way through there, I'll be dead before they get to the bad ones.
0: That's true. It's kind of like watching The Walking Dead. It's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> we, we can check out now. Yeah. Let's keep going. We're, we're done. We're done. Exactly. And speaking of old shit, getting new life on uh, on media, <laughs> Sandman is going to be on Audible. I can't, could not believe this. This is uh, the first installment of the audio series, and uh, Audible and uh, Audible UK are adapting all of the graphic novel series from Sandman, and the first version is going to be uh, volumes one through three, which is Preludes and Nocturnes, The Doll's House, and Dream Country, some of the best stuff out there, and uh, I cannot wait for this. It's coming out soon, um, I can't remember, it's like in July, I think, but the cast is incredible. It is an incredible cast. So I'm really looking forward to this one and, uh, I've already pre-ordered it. So I can't wait for that.
1: And because we didn't do a show that had apps and doodads on it recently, and we won't for like another week and a half, and because we mentioned that companies are giving some kickbacks for home office stuff, uh, I used my wife's kickback for that to buy a new mouse, because I have been using a mouse that's probably about 10 years old for a long time now. (laughs) And uh, oh my, the technology has improved. I got the Logitech MX Master 3 Advanced Wireless Mouse Graphite. And uh, it's great. It's neat. It does it all isn't. kinds of stuff that my old mouse didn't. It's got do a dads and knobs everywhere that I can control everything all the time from any little finger I choose. Well, this <laughs> proves that you never listen to my reviews on the show because I
0: have reviewed the Logitech MX Master Mouse, the MX Master 2 Mouse.
1: I, I, for years, be, I've been be talking about these. would be surprised to know, Jason, that, that I did listen, and that's why I looked it up, and that's why I got the newest version.
0: Cool, and I actually used your link this morning to go buy an MX Master 3 because <laughs> I have another computer and I need another mouse, and I've only got two of the MX Master 2s lying around. So, uh, you're welcome. You just got you just got a ka-ching from me. Nice. Know, it looks good. It looks like you know it's basically the same mouse with a little bit of advanced, or not advanced, but just a new design. Mm-hmm. I think these things generally are the same mouse. You know, I I can pick up my MX Master Two and my MX Master One and not really tell the difference. Right. So uh, that's good. That's a good thing, though. But the cool thing about these, Brian, uh, I don't I know you've only got one computer now, but. If you do get more than one computer, you can actually use this mouse on three different devices. It's got three different uh, Bluetooth ranges on the bottom. So you can pick one, two, or three. So you can pair it with different computers using different settings. So it's cool that you can like, you know, oh, I've got my laptop. I use it with that. And then I've got my desktop. I can use it with that. So you you can have one
1: mouse for three computers, which is really nice. So even your wife can use it too. So you can switch between. Yes, I did notice that there was the, the little bottom. On the bottom, there's a little switch, one, two, three. So very nice.
0: Yep. Yep. You just uh, turn the light on and you pair it with one computer. And then you just remember, hey, sometimes you forget which computer is which number, which can be a pain <laughs> in the butt. So you got to cycle through them. And then you're com- controlling somebody else's computer in the other side of the house and it gets kind of funny that way. But uh,
1: they're pretty cool. Yeah. Very happy with this mouse. It's funny. Uh, Dr. David Teeter commented something like, did you get a new mouse pad? And I was like, no, what, what, what do you know? you know? These newfangled mice don't even need mouse pads which is quite nice. And then he complained about the magic mouse. And I just said, I, I've always hated the magic mouse. To hell with the magic mouse. Logitech always does me fine.
0: Yeah, I've got a drawer full of magic mice. I only pull <laughs> those out when I, you know, when my, uh, I forget to charge up my MX Master and I need something to actually move the cursor around while my other mice charge. <laughs> of the week.
1: So for more on of the week, uh, uh, we had some feedback and I I didn't want to wait until uh, the next feedback show to cover this because I think it'll be, I'm already tired of talking about it anyways. Uh, This is from Damon. I love the show and your insights. I have to question the statements about Tesla reopening. If the work conditions are protective, why why is it not a good thing to get people back on the line working for pay? At some point, we have to realize there may be no definitive protection and there has to be risk, risk acceptability. All decisions have an engineering, aka medical, in this case, fiscal and political context. One, Dynamics should not continue to be dominant. We have to balance all three factors. We have to get back to work and life sometime. Why not now? Keep the good shows going. Well, why not now, Damon? Because the scientists are telling us not now. And because our local governments have said not now. And Elon Musk said, to hell with it, I don't have to follow the rules, even though everybody else does. That's why.
0: Yeah, that's it. it, I don't disagree with
1: (laughs) anything you're saying, but our scientists and our local government have said not yet. And he decided, fuck it. Yep. Uh, I was saying arrest him because what he did was against the law.
0: Yes. That's why, you know, it was against the law. If you or I did this, if if we just said, screw it and opened our little mom and pop restaurants, the police would show up. Yes. But Not for Elon. Yes. Like, okay, you know, you got to wait until things until they say it's clear. That's the point of it. And. You know, we're trying to do something here by keeping everybody away from each other while we figure this thing out so we don't overrun the healthcare system. That's the point of the whole exercise. Yes. It's not that we don't want to go back to work or go back out and, you know, it you know, it's not it's about society. It's not one person saying, "I need to go make some money." It's like, "Okay, I go make some money, then I infect 10 other people on the line. They go home and infect their family. Next thing you know, you can't go to the hospital because there's no beds left." That's the point of what we're doing and why the government says No. Yes.
1: And at the end of the day, he is still here in California. He can whine and bitch all he wants about picking up and moving to Texas, but he's here and he has to follow the rules here. And we do have a government, believe it or not, that is actually going through and vetting people's plans and then basically saying, okay, you have a good plan in place. We're going to consider you essential. We're going to move you up to the next stage. And now you can reopen with this plan in place about how to protect people. Elon has not waited for that. He has not done that. He has not submitted that plan to the government. The government has not approved any plan by him yet. So he cannot open yet. That is the deal. So we're just saying he has to follow the rules just like everybody else does. Or he doesn't because he did it and he didn't get arrested. Yes, exactly doesn't matter. Anyways, we have a hero of the week. I saw this and this made me smile. A guy makes an amazing Jack Daniels water feature for the garden while drunk. <laughs> I, I looked at this. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. The video is really nice. So this guy has activated his genius level creativity and made this incredible Jack Daniels water feature from things he found around the garden uh, and even lights up at night. It's pretty awesome. It's a shame, It's a shame that it's not actually Jack Daniels running through it, but as he points out, he'd rather drink it and that would get quite pricey.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I just love that he, he quote unquote, found these around the garden. There's like five bottles of Jack Daniels in this thing. I'm like, what the hell are you doing in your garden, buddy? <laughs> Getting drunk. <laughs> Security? Ha! We're joined again this week by Dave Bittner. Dave is the host of the CyberWire podcast. Dave is also the co-host of the social engineering podcast, Hacking Humans with Joe Kerrigan, as well as the co-host of Caveat with Ben Yellen, where they discuss law and policy, as well as surveillance and privacy. And now that the gang's all here, I just want to kick things off with... Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday! Happy
1: birthday to you!
0: Happy birthday, Brian! Oh, well,
1: thank you. (laughs) <laughs> I was uh, I was expecting you to get in your car and do a drive by with some balloons or whatever we're doing for pandemic birthdays these <laughs> days. But uh, <laughs> I don't like
0: you that much. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's okay. I, I wouldn't come cheap, outside. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, right, thank you. I, uh, I
2: would have baked a cake.
1: Yes. Well, it is what it is. It's uh, you know normally I would go out with some friends and drink way too much, and now I'll Zoom! stay at home and drink way too much. <laughs> Well, congratulations! Yes, thank you. It's a uh, wonderful. How old are you uh,
0: going to be now? Thirty-five.
1: Uh, yes, thirty-five. I've been thirty-five for twelve <laughs> years now, and, and running. Holding. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't, yeah, it is, you know it it sucks to get you have your birthday uh, on in a pandemic. Um, you know, originally they had announced here in in Los Angeles that we might be uh, be going out again on the May fifteenth, which is today as we record, and obviously. It's been extended until August now, so uh, I was there was some degree of hope many many moons ago, or two days ago, or time is irrelevant at this point that I would be out for my birthday, but obviously that is not going to happen now. So
2: uh, here's here's to, to 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 tack on to your story here. <laughs> uh, my oldest son uh, Scott is um, he turned twenty one during the pandemic, yeah, <laughs> and his birthday is on Saint Patrick's Day.
1: Oh yes, that is a that is a perfect storm. Much <laughs> was, like much like Cinco de Mayo being on Taco Tuesday this year and we didn't get to enjoy that as well.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. Right. He was he was uh, I mean talk about something he's been looking forward to certainly all through his teen years to, to not be able to do it is just uh, he was crestfallen. So. I,
1: I do hope you whipped up a batch of green beer for him. <laughs>
2: Oh man. Well, before we got to stories this week, I just wanted to go a little round robin with everybody. Uh it's been a little while since we've talked, so how's everybody doing?
1: I'm I'm actually surprisingly okay considering I'm facing a uh, you know, another year of being even older uh and having to face it uh, alone-ish uh with the, uh, you know, under under continued whatever and uh, even the news that uh we're being extended until August here, which dashes any hope of there being any school for my kid again this year or any privacy or any time alone or anything ever again. And I no longer know what human contact is like besides my little pod. Uh, I, I'm actually been in a relatively decent mood the last week or so. Um, I do find that things tend to come and go in waves. Uh, so I'm expecting, you know, another Another fall from my crest fairly soon, but uh this week it's mm-hmm. been okay. I've listened to music, I've listened to some good podcasts, I read a good book, I've watched some good shows. Wife and I and the kid are getting along pretty well. It's been an all right week. I'm not you know, try not to look at the news. <laughs> <laughs> Jason.
0: Ah, I'm doing okay. It's pretty much, you know, situation normal <laughs> around <laughs> here. Uh, Going to the store sucks. I always come back with a a stress headache, but... uh, Really? Yeah. Beyond that, well, two problems. A, people are morons and don't practice their social distancing properly. Oh, and apparently somebody in the background is having a birthday because every car in the neighborhood decided to honk right now. Hmm. They heard us talking about you, Brian, Ah. (laughs) but, uh, you have to breathe really weird in those masks when you have glasses because Mm. otherwise they fog up and you can't see. And then you'll walk into a, you know, walk into a rack of lamb or something. But, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, beyond that, though, yeah, it's pretty much everything's normal around here. Just work, 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 work. I find that the more I work, the less I think about things.
1: It's good mm. to keep busy. I agree with that. I have a pro tip about the uh, the the, ma- the mass thing. I-, I don't know where you guys are at, Dave, in terms of, you know, what the mandates are there and everything and we are obviously still on stay at home and that's been extended through august as i've mentioned and they have actually yep. included the the you must wear your mask if you go out in public now in general to to our mandates here not just if you're going into a store or something like that you just have to mm. wear masks when you're out so a quick little pro tip on the mask thing is a lot well the glass thing Jason, just Google it, and there is a bunch of tips about that. But uh,
0: no, I know, I know how to do that, but it, okay. it doesn't work all the time because yeah, I have all these know. weird coatings on my glasses, so it doesn't. It, it's like for normal glasses, it's fine, but you can't put a lot of that stuff on as right. like high-tech
1: glasses. Otherwise,
0: you just wasted a thousand dollars. But but in terms of
1: when you go out and you discover really how bad your own breath is wearing masks, uh, <laughs> my quick pro tip here is have a quick sip of coffee right before you head out, and and you will smell the delicious smell of coffee the entire time you are walking around. Hmm. or brush Hmm. your teeth well that too
2: (laughs) i find that by sitting my glasses as far forward as i can on my nose without having them fall off that seems to help with the the steaminess
0: yeah but then you can't see that's that's the other problem (laughs) and i think that that's that also what adds to the headache because i do do that that's about the only way to get them to not fog up and then like everything Mm -hmm.
1: is out of focus for the 20 minutes that you're in the store as one who does not wear glasses, um, I, I have to ask: Is this anything like uh, when I when you go uh, uh, snorkeling? Do you, do can you just spit on them and rub a little spittle around? Kind
0: of. I mean, the dishwashing <laughs> liquid thing generally seems to to work, but it doesn't work for all that long. But yeah, yeah, the, the, you, you're not going to spit on the inside of your glass because you know those. When you do spit on the inside of your mask, it still stays wet. So <laughs> I'm not going to mm-hmm. walk around with drippy glasses in the store. I mean. <laughs> I always go in the morning and I've still got the sniffles in the morning for my allergies and still I, I'm like, oh, don't stab me. Don't stab me. Please don't stab me. It's just allergies. <laughs> it's just allergies. Oh,
1: right, right. God, I haven't been in a store in almost two and a half almost three months now. we still, we get absolutely everything delivered.
0: Yeah. Hmm. We, there's some stuff that we can't get delivered and, or there's the timings, right? It's if you go in the morning, it's not bad. There's usually like only a couple of people in the massive stores and we rotate, like my roommate will go one week and then I'll go the next week. And then we just pick up the stuff
2: that we need for that week. Share the risk. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much it. <laughs> I've been a couple times. And what the, I guess the big difference that I've noticed is just that there are really long lines. To check out, right?
0: No, we've got no lines. There's, I mean, our store is usually packed, but I go like right when they open in the morning, and you can zip in, zip out, barely see anybody. The the most people that are in the store are the stalkers. That's it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So try going as early as
1: possible. Yeah, yeah. No, it could just but be the sheer. The sheer volume of stores we have around here as well, though, because, you know, every, everything is open from the big grocery stores to liquor stores to, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the restaurants have done the pivoting to where they're actually basically just grocery stores now. So there, there's no lack of options to go and get shopping done here. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I have I have noticed, though. I mean, it's, it's so I don't get why people do this, but. I'll go to my local Ralph's, get my groceries, come home, and I'm, I have to drive by a Trader Joe's. Well, I have to drive by a Whole Foods, then a Trader Joe's. Whole Foods, empty as can be. Nobody's going into Whole Foods in the morning. Trader Joe's, there's a line around the block waiting to get in. I'm like, guys, it ain't that great. <laughs> I mean, I'm
1: sorry. I don't know. This. I really miss my Trader Joe's if I were to go to any store right now. and They're, they're the one store that you actually can't get Instacart or anything from. So uh, I'd be tempted. I do miss it.
0: You know, you'd be
2: standing in line for a long
0: time
2: <laughs> yeah yeah um I've had some strange weeks like it's been a couple of weeks since we've talked um, mm-hmm. and so week before this last week uh, the end of the week came and I thought to myself where did this week go like it, <laughs> it, I mean it just it, it it wasn't like it flew by it wasn't like it dragged it just it was as if it didn't happen
1: yeah you know, it, it was At it first was I thought time was stretching and decompressing and all of that because March, you know, obviously felt like it was eight months long. Um, but April flew by May. I can't believe it's the middle of May already. I I don't know where the time went and it's not like it flew. It just doesn't seem to have existed. Mm
0: -hmm. Here's the thing that I, I, my theory, and this goes back to, you know, you know, you remember those days when you would go out and you would do a million different things and the day felt like it was a month and it was because it was filled with novelty, new things, changing locations, doing other things. But if you don't have any new novelty in your life and you're not changing locations, your brain doesn't really have anything to really latch on to to remember. So it's like by, when you go to bed at night, there's like four things that it's got to put into your long term <laughs> memory. So it's just there's really nothing there. That's, yeah. that's new because if you're in a routine doing the same thing, it's like, why am I going to, why am I going to chalk this up and put it in the, put it in long-term storage because you did the same thing for the past 17 days.
2: <laughs> yeah. And that, and that connects to the point that, that I wanted to make that the thing that struck me earlier this week is that one of the things I feel like I've lost is the feeling of looking forward to things. Oh, um, yes. Just, and just the, the mundane, I oh, not know. Mun- I don't know. It, Going to the movies, going out to dinner, seeing my friends, mm-hmm. uh, going, walking around the mall with my son—just the, the the routine things. Um, where now you think, oh, I'd like to. Uh, no, can't do that. Oh, it'd be really <laughs> fun to. No, no, can't do that. And and so just that, the the that little consistent beatdown of those. There's all those things are off the table right now.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's um, it is driving people batty. I mean, we see people are losing their minds right now over this stuff. I have to say maybe one of the reasons I have been in a bit of a better mood this last week or so. And I know Jason doesn't care about any of this because he doesn't care about sports ball, but sports ball is a big deal for a lot of people. It is that thing mm-hmm. to look forward to. And um, <clears throat> the German soccer league, the Bundesliga is actually resuming this weekend. And hmm. I plan to be up at nine in the morning to watch the games. And that has actually given me some buoyancy this entire week. The fact that I know I get to sit down and for 90 minutes, I am blissed out watching a sport I love. And hmm. I'm very much looking forward to that.
2: Yeah. Which yeah, is nice. Great. <laughs> so I another thing I wanted to touch on here, and I was having a conversation um with a dear friend of mine, and somehow we had got on the topic of Star Wars. I think this person had sent me a funny little Star Wars meme or something, and and we were talking about it, and somehow it came up that, um, I think what I said was that I don't feel like I want to own a Stormtrooper uniform, but sometime in my life I really want to wear a Stormtrooper uniform, and... <laughs> And you know, I know people who listeners to this show, uh, we, we joke about my uh my desire my secret desire that's not so secret to be a furry and my furry curiosity. Um but I'll tell you this one is real, that since I was a small boy, there's been something about that stormtrooper uniform, and I think it's because it's not a costume you could go out and just get for
1: Halloween. You know, I need when... to put you in touch with one of my friends, who uh, a friend of mine in Toronto, and he is. Uh, there are legions everywhere. Yes. You should check to see if there's one in your town, Dave. Um, he is part of the Toronto Legion. He has four yeah. different stormtrooper uniforms that he has built over time. Uh, they are amazing. Yes, we make fun of him endlessly, but I I am impressed when he posts his photos. Um, well, it's pretty cool. Yeah, this is what I'm getting to, and that is this. So
2: my friend challenged me to basically. She said, "Well, it sounds to me like you haven't put this out in the world. I mean, if you wanted this to happen, why haven't you made this happen? You, you know, time's time's not you know, time slipping away here." <laughs> Pal. And, um, so I said, you know what? You're right. Why haven't I made this happen? So I'm putting it out there in the world and I'm using this show as the first place to do that because I think we have a lot of like minds here. So if we have anyone, any of our listeners, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cross a line here and, and use the fact that I'm hosted this show with you guys to say if anybody is in the 501st and they're in my area and they have access to a stormtrooper uniform, I just want to try one on. I just, I want, I want to put it on. I want to walk around in it. I want to, I mean, uh, it'd be great to be able to do an event or a parade or a nonprofit thing or something like that. But going to be a while before pictures. that,
1: Dave. I yeah. Ju- yeah, that's
2: true. But I just, I want to, I want to see what it feels like. I mean, it's just something from the time I was a little kid. There's something about those, the inaccessibility of those Uniforms, and then until really we got the you know, the uh, the internet, and we found out that there were people who were building them, and they were building you know screen accurate ones, and and then you know we got the 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 five hundred first, which are the people who who have these these uh, costumes and these uniforms, and they wear them and and all that sort of thing. So I'm putting that out into the world, and uh, it's something that uh, I want to do. If you're uh, if you're a friend of the show and you have access to something like this and you want to see your good pal Dave smile underneath of that helmet, uh, get in touch with us.
1: And Dave let's will make provide it uh, all the Lysol spray <laughs> and wipe down materials necessary to make this happen and be yeah, safe. I will
2: I will make a donation to your favorite charity. You know, I'll, I mean, I'll, you know, I'll, let's, let's make, make something good come out of it that way. Um, but, um, yeah, so – just a little little request there i'm sending out into the world. Well let's see if the grumpy army can uh can be a grump trooper. <laughs> we'll, yeah, uh, i'm sure a, i'm going to get lots of fight. like furry offers, but that's not what i want. <laughs> Those oh my are a God. dime a dozen, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah, got a uh, Jar Jar Binks outfit. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, but a furry stormtrooper would be pretty pretty epic, I have to say. <laughs> oh,
2: I'm sure it's just a Google search away. <laughs> I'm
0: sure it is. I'm
1: sure it is. Aren't you a little furry for a stormtrooper.
2: Right. <laughs> yes.
1: There you go. There you go. Well, oh.
0: speaking of stormtroopers, I found this over on Geekology, and Disney has released a virtual ride of Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Now, mm.
1: I, was I was a bit was- hesitant to watch it because I don't necessarily know if I wanted to watch it. Before actually going on the ride, and obviously I blew my chance because I didn't go pre-pandemic, uh, but I decided to go ahead and watch it because God knows when I'm going to get the chance to go on the ride now. So it was cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so there's two there's two versions in this link, and I think one of them might not be in existence by the time this goes to air because <laughs> it is it's uh, I or, I don't know I mean it's someone who filmed it with their their phone cam in 4K and it's a beautiful version of it and then there's the official Disney one which apparently has all of these like pop-up trivia things as you go through it is that the one you watched Brian or did you watch the the fan
1: version I watched both
0: okay was the the official one okay or
1: yeah it, it's fine it doesn't really give you you know it, it it's an ad it doesn't give you the real feel of actually going through it like the unofficial one does
0: gotcha yeah, I thought it was really cool,
1: and now I want to go, damn it. I can't. <laughs> yeah, there's no word. That's, that's a big topic, obviously. I am I have long connections to Disneyland, and and I used to work there and used to hang out there as a kid, and I'm part of a couple groups on Facebook of all of us that used to do that. So big topic of conversation about when Disney is going to reopen, and it's a, it's a long time coming.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you get a chance to watch it, Dave?
1: No,
2: I have not. No, but I have watched some videos of the ride. I've, I've watched some, you know, on-ride videos that people have made. And uh, my son has been on it. So, and like Brian, I, I went back and forth as to whether I wanted to spoil it or not. And in the end, uh, it's like, oh, yeah, I can't help myself. So I did. And, <laughs> yeah. it, just, it, and it looks really cool. It looks yeah. really cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I, I was listening to your show this week, and you had a great line talking about social media. And how hmm. they they basically cater to engagement, not enrichment. And I just wanted to call out that line and say that was a fantastic description of social media. I really liked that. Oh,
2: thank you, thank you. Yeah, I think it's true. Uh, I it's it's a it's a it's the anxiety engine, right? It's the outrage engine. It's it's do do not pull away. You know, we're not making you better. We're just making you want to be here more. Yep.
1: And well, uh, that's uh that you know that's their business they they aren't yep. into enrichment that's that's not what makes the money that's not what they set out to do you want that you sign up for master class you don't uh you don't go to twitter Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like the old uh the old checkout line tabloids in a way you know it, yep. it's it's <laughs> sort of a version of that suck you in with something and and uh you know, you're not going to be a better person for having
1: experienced it. Now, having said that, though, of course, it does matter how you how you cater your experience. You can do that. You can. I know Jason was following the way he called it the way of Schulmeister a while back, when he weeded down his Facebook to just friends and things of that nature. And if you go through and you remove all brands, don't like any brands, don't add people you don't really know, keep it to just friends. Install uh, that Facebook plugin that blocks all the ads. I have a fairly enriching facebook feed for the most part so see, have, if you put in the care and effort you can do it
0: see after i schulmeistered my facebook feed turns out <laughs> there's really not much interesting there so it, i don't even go back anymore until somebody <laughs> i get a notification that somebody sent me a message i'm like oh okay i guess i better go back and look around but otherwise it's just like
1: I guess I have a. It depends on your friends, of course. I, I yeah. have a lot of friends that are pretty engaged on Facebook that post a lot and talk about their own life and 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 interesting things. So, it's uh, yeah. it's it's you cater your own experience. But yeah, the the business model of these companies is generally not to endorse or help with that. It's to hinder it. Mm-hmm.
0: So what I'm saying, Dave, is uh, you're not missing anything. Stay away. You're doing good. You're doing <laughs> still, fine. I'm still
1: on the right track by not You're being on Facebook. Still on the right track. Yep. <laughs> All right, very good. <laughs> <Thank> Unfortunately, <you. laughs> that whole Stormtrooper regiment is only on Facebook. Only on they have <laughs> a Facebook group. <laughs> uh, see? <laughs> they gotta keep me, to get pu- pull me back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's your dream man, it's
0: your dream. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I do have a little bit of follow up here just to just yep. to round out the show because this is kind of fun news that made me smile a little bit we talked about senator richard burr uh way back when uh this stuff started to hit and you know he was uh basically called out with a couple of his colleagues for doing a little bit insider trading mm-hmm. moving some stocks around and we, mm-hmm. we you know we joked about it and said well guess nothing's ever going to come of that they get a hall pass well turns out maybe
1: not well so- there's there's no talk about taking him to jail yet, but he has stepped down. We don't uh, from his Senate committee chair. He hasn't left Senate yet.
0: Well, no, no, um, no. But I mean, it's a it's a good start that the FBI raided him and took his yes. phone. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, that he did have to step down, which is good. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I mean, he's the chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee, so it's kind of a big deal.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I guess you're you're right to a certain extent, Jason. It, it, it's good that we're seeing actually something happen when, in you know, reality, what we should expect with this administration is nothing. However, with this administration, what we're also discovering is even if they get put in jail, they end up getting taken <laughs> out.
0: <laughs> they do. They do have that get out of jail free cards yeah. firmly stuck in their back pocket.
1: Yes, they mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm.
0: But I just thought it was. I thought it was a little bit of good news. It is. Yeah. I
1: think so. I I hope he goes to jail. He should, by all accounts. If any of us did it, we'd go to jail.
2: Yeah, yeah. And maybe a a reminder to his colleagues to knock it off. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the rest of the news I got ain't so good, so maybe we should just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I do think we should at least mention uh, something relatively important that did happen, which is the Senate voted to allow FBI to look at your web browsing history without a warrant. So our web mm-hmm. browsing histories are now open to the general public, as it were. Uh, well, that's it. Not the general public, obviously, but the FBI. So they can look right. at uh, whatever we browse at at any time for any reason with absolutely no oversight. Yay. Here's the thing though, that's the way it's been.
0: Yeah.
1: This, I know. this is
0: nothing new. The, the 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 bill that was trying to go through was to remove that power and it didn't get voted through because it was an amendment to another bill, but uh yeah, um uh,
1: since Bernie didn't show up that day. Yeah, that you know, was a little uh listen Bernie Bros, this is not look, this is not looking good for you. He should have yeah. been there to vote on this.
0: Yeah, I yeah mean, it it, it, um, it failed by one vote, so we needed uh oh god.
2: I I don't think it's that simple. Um, And if you really want to dig into this, uh, Ben Yellen and I spent a good bit of time on this on uh, our most recent caveat show. So check that out. Uh, And of course, Ben knows all about this stuff and all of the the way that things move through. He knows Mm -hmm. all the the gory details about it. Right. Um, I think he thinks that if Bernie had showed up, Mitch McConnell just would have gotten someone else to, to counter it. He would have gotten another vote. So it's it's probably not that all or nothing thing. What I'm trying to remember here, uh, and I apologize for not having a better handle on this, is whether or not this now goes back to the House. It not, does it need to be reconciled? Does it – or I don't remember what happens next.
0: Uh, they, um, I, but I remember – From what I read, it, it's it, it's most likely going to skip the House since they voted on a different version of this bill already. I see. So, and it's just going to basically go from the Senate to the president.
2: Yeah, yeah. So now fire up VPN. When Ben and I uh did our segment on it, it was before the before the vote had actually happened, so our mm. conversation was a bit more speculative. But if this is something you want to dig into the weeds on, uh that's what we did. <laughs> All right. Excellent. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fun With times. someone who
2: actually knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't like people like that. No, no. You know, it makes us look bad. <laughs> Yeah, a real lawyer, constitutional scholar, all that good stuff, you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I guess, I mean, since we're not going to discuss any of the other real stories, I just – I thought that there was this great article. uh, I don't know if you guys both had the time to read it, an opinion piece in the New York Times written by Dave Eggers, who's a fantastic writer and novelist and journalist. And I think it kind of sums up how we all basically feel. Uh, about everything that's going on because, you know, we don't have any plan. We don't have any federal plan going on. We have a, a, a mishmash of of state and, and local things happening, and it's called uh, Flattening the Truth on Coronavirus. And it basically tells you everything you need to know about what we seem to know, which is absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was it's definitely really funny. funny I mean, yeah, funny it's funny as something funny. that dark can be.
2: Yes, yes. I was going to say, it's funny while also being darkly tragic. Uh, it's it's a hard truth to read, but mm-hmm. if you have a dark sense of humor, you will probably find yourself chuckling throughout <laughs> while uh, – through your tears, right? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: the tears of a clown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was a
1: good read. It's, I mean, and, uh, it's, it's the cold, hard truth, I think. Mm-hmm. We, we don't know what we're doing and every single bit of advice we're getting is contradictory and – we're kind of screwed. <laughs> Yay! Welcome to 2020.
2: Good times, good times. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, well, well, on that happy note, everybody out there, go help Dave get get his dreams fulfilled with his stormtrooper <laughs> outfit. That is yes. that is your job during this pandemic. Is to is yeah. to brighten. Brighten the future of one little boy who always wanted to be a stormtrooper. <laughs> oh, and we <laughs> should also along. probably
1: mention <laughs> <laughs> we should probably mention that we are intending to do uh, another grumpy old drinking event uh, next Saturday, Dave. So if you happen to be around, we shall sort that out and let you know.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. Let me know. Uh, give me the date, and I'll I will do my best to be there. It'll I will be, be there for 23rd. one hour.
0: Yeah, May 23rd, uh, Brian will be there for an hour. I'll probably be there for no more than two
2: this time.
1: (laughs) Uh, That's what they all say.
2: That's what you said last time, right? (laughs) And with any
1: luck, the grumpy old army will uh, get get into play, and Dave will be there wearing a Stormtrooper outfit. Mm.
0: If nothing else, maybe Mm. we can find a good... uh, With a good filter for you. We'll get you a stormtrooper filter.
2: (laughs) You know, rumor has it that there, so there is a really interesting website. Uh, I think it's called like Star Wars Helmets and it's, and it's all about, wait for it, Star Wars Helmets. But it tracks a lot of the, the screen used helmets and so on and so forth. And rumor has it that right here in my town, in my hometown, in Columbia, Maryland, there is a screen used stormtrooper helmet from Star Wars A New Hope. Ooh. Now Ooh. that we'll talk about your holy grail, right?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So again, just putting it out there in the universe. You never All know right. what's going to come back to you. I did find
0: a I did find a really nice uh stormtrooper helmet with the electronic voice changer on it on Amazon for two hundred and forty dollars. So mm.
2: if you wanna okay. patreon.com g-
1: slash G O a kick, <laughs> Kickstarter, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, and you, right, get, you, can, you,
0: can, you can get a refurb for 230.
1: I don't oh, know well, if I'd want a
0: refurbed
2: Stormtrooper helmet, but somebody else has been drooling all over the inside of it. <laughs> well, yeah. you,
0: th- if you're going to be borrowing one, that's pretty much where you're headed, Dave.
2: Yeah, that's true. Well, I can Lysol bomb it That's right. <laughs> so. all,
0: all right, right guys. Take
2: care. Talk to you soon.
0: Happy birthday to Brian Eno. Uh, we are recording this on May fifteenth, and Brian Eno was born May fifteenth, nineteen forty-eight. So he's seventy-two. That's—I didn't
1: know he was that old. Wow! Well, well, one day before I forget me, that
0: we're getting old too. Shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very cool. I didn't know I almost shared a birthday with him. That's awesome. Good to know. I'm uh, very excited that uh, we're actually going to have some live sports ball. The Germans, German Bundesliga is coming back with empty empty stands, of course. Uh, they'll be getting, playing their games on Saturday morning. I will be watching that. My team, Bayern Munich, plays their first game on Sunday. It's the first football that's really back, and I'm very cool about that. And some very cool uh, fans have put together some charity things to help with the COVID-19 pandemic related to this. Some of the teams are basically selling cardboard cutouts of fans, which they will put in the stadium and all the money will go to charity very cool very cool and i i, I like the i like the images they're pretty neat yeah very pretty
0: neat. funny and so if you are over in washington virginia uh you'll be able to go to uh the inn over there with uh, i love this instead of you know putting the chairs on the table for their, their restaurant. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going to fill them with mid-century mannequins (laughs) in different states of posing and things like that. There's a picture in the link. This comes from the Washingtonian. Uh, You will also get Marilyn Monroe masks when you go in. Um, okay. But it's but it's a pretty cute way to do it. So they're putting people in 1940s, you know, clothing and posing them around the restaurant. So you can't sit at those tables. And I think that's a good way to do it. I mean, this is a three Michelin star restaurant, so right, you know, they have to have some kind of you know shtick going on there to at least make it <laughs> make it worth your while. It's uh, a little post- creepy. I love it. I love it. Um yeah, if you're if you're scared of mannequins and dolls, you definitely don't want to go eat there. <laughs>
1: I want to go to one where it's just all clowns.
0: Oh, my God. No, thank you. No, thank you. It'd be cooler, though, if they could, uh, if they could, if they these were like, you know, animatronic, so they could like make them blink. And then it it all of a sudden during the middle of your meal, if you drop your fork, all of them turn and look at you or things like they just fuck with the people who are eating there. I mean, uh, it's more of a Halloween destination, but
1: still could be fun. I don't know. Having grown up by Disneyland, I'd be quite used to that. It no, would bother true. me a bit. <laughs> yeah that's true but i think it's a cool thing uh the link will be in the show notes so definitely
0: go check that out and until next time i'm jason de filippo
1: and i'm brian schulmeister thanks for listening to grumpy old geeks to support the show and keep us on the air go to gog.show slash donate toss us a few bucks and we'll love you forever your support really keeps us going and we really appreciate it show notes for this episode are at gog.show slash 439 there you can find links to old episodes leave feedback ask questions donate to the show and get links to stuff we like Stay grumpy and continue staying home, even if your government decided you shouldn't.